Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we have a couple new figures that we're going to be talking about in Funko Focus, both of the Marvel-related. Surprise to no one. You stole my line. What? I was going to say shocker, right? You stole it, <laughs> you bitch. Well, maybe next time you can hurry up. Well, I needed a sip of Dr. Pepper, okay? <laughs> well, then that sounds more like it's your fault than mine. Well, you know what? Dr. Pepper is made from the gods, so I have an excuse. Yeah, gods of the underworld because it's freaking tastes like shit. Fight me. Let's go. Dude, Dr. Pepper is gross. We're going to post a poll on our social media. Is Dr. Pepper yeah, the best? Yeah, I haven't ever done made? well. I don't think I've ever done well with the with those polls. No, you have not. <laughs> so this will be fun. Yeah. Anyway, both Marvel related. Um, we got one 4K or it's yeah, just 4K Blu-ray. that we're going to talk about. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we're gonna we have one movie that we're going to talk about in our 4K spotlight. Um, for through the wall, we're going to go through some Golden Globe nominations. Uh, just the five big uh, categories that we're interested in. And then for this week's All Bros headliner, I will be pitching my idea for a an, for an Immortal Hulk movie in a Immortal Hulk Dreamcast. Woo woo! Oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Alrighty, first up in Funko Focus. Uh, Rose, you want to take this one first? Sure, because yours is a lot cooler than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, not gonna disagree yeah right um so for my funko focus i chose i really didn't know what else to choose that came out this week but i chose the amazon exclusive tony stark shawarma uh pop that is coming out what is it so it's up for pre-order right now i just want to see when it's actually coming out if my internet would be nice that would be great 
I mean, it's better than Caleb's, so at least there's that. You're not wrong. Uh, okay, so Tony Stark will be releasing on April 21st, and then I think uh, Bruce Banner comes out this month. I believe so. Noise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's literally just Tony lounging in one of the chairs. And honestly, I feel like the next three, no, I'm sorry, four after him are kind of just going to be like, maybe just like a little boring, not boring, but just kind of plain because didn't Bruce come with literally the whole table? Uh, that's a good question. I want to, I want to say he did. I don't remember saying all of them. Uh. Anyway, I mean, it's still really cool, and it's going to look amazing when um, uh, it's all put together. But, like, honestly, the best part about this pop is, like, the comments. And um, what is one comment that uh, someone said? They said, everyone, give us a shawarma scene. Funko gives us a shawarma scene. Everyone, eh, it's boring. Looks like crap. All your product is trash, Funko. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They're not absolutely wrong. They're not. I won't say that everything Funko produces is trash, because I still enjoy Funko figures. Um but yeah, like we were asking for the freaking shawarma scene, and it's like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, there, there's nothing really else they could have done with it. They literally took it out of the movie and gave it. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I was, I still will. When they're all up in the air, they give us that dope. in pop form, and people are still disappointed by it. Well, that's just the nature of making things for people. They're going to be disappointed. Eh, fair. There's just no winning with people. No, there is not. But, yeah. Um, there's nothing really else to say about this. It's straight from the movie. He's just lounged in his chair, his black shirt. Yeah. I, I, I got nothing else to say about it. It's cool. Am I going to buy it? No. The only one I'll probably buy is Clint. Or Hawkeye, whatever. Um, but I I don't plan on completing the set, so. Nah, the only set that like this that I plan on f- completing is the Avengers Assemble. Well, dude, you should get on that. They're all aren't they all still available? Pretty sure. No, I want to say they're yeah. All still I'll I'm, I'll figure it, I'll figure that out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love it. Yeah. Um, so for my Funko Focus, I actually have a figure that I'm super excited for. And I'm not, the only reason I'm not going to get it is because the price is a little too far out for me. If it gets to 30 or below, I will definitely be picking this up. And this is the 10 inch Galactus with a removable Silver Surfer. Dude, it's already sold out at Mighty Hobby. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Let's see if it's still good hell. available at Entertainment Earth. Yeah, this this so this it's a ten inch figure of Galactus, and it's like the classic looking Galactus if you've seen the uh the common Galactus. Um but 
he has his hand out and he's holding a little um silver surfer and it's removable that's i think that's what i like most about it it's a freaking removable silver surfer <laughs> dude it's already pre-sold out ah uh, <clears throat> that sucks <laughs> but dude even i wouldn't have pulled the trigger at 45.99 that's insane yeah a little too much but if it was like 30 or below, like I said, I would have pulled the trigger hard. I'm surprised it isn't 30, because isn't that what 10-inch pop's supposed to go for? Usually, but they limited this one to 20,000 pieces, you said? Yep, yeah, 20,000. Yeah, so it's a limited figure, so it makes sense that it would freaking do that. So that sucks. So, probably not going to get that anytime soon. Hey, maybe after the hype dies down, you can get a good deal on it. Never know. Yeah. Hopefully, this is one figure that I hope they come out with a, like, the common. I hope they come out with a 10-inch Galactus. Even if it's not the one where he's holding Silver Surfer. Because that would be one that I would get. You just want a 10-inch Galactus. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Because I want to get all of the Fantastic Four, obviously. The only two that I need are Invisible Woman and The Thing. And Wait, so, I thought I, I gave you the Invisible Woman. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. So all you need Duh. is The Thing. Yeah, all I need is The Thing, which I, I'm, I, I'll probably pick him up. Um, I also want the Silver Surfer. And then I want Galactus. I don't really have a desire to get pick up Doctor Doom or Herbie from that line. So, Fair. yeah, but this figure is so freaking bitching. It really is. Yeah, I just want a 10-inch Galactus. Because it's just like, the Galactus I know has this is freaking giant. I mean, it's just the Galactus everyone knows. So it wouldn't make sense for me to buy a a Galactus figure that's the same size as everything else. Yeah. So someone uh yeah, commented a really good point. Uh so on like the first picture they posted, said Sai have wanted this for years, but once the eighteen inch pops became a thing, this became a go big or go home situation. Please don't F up on the eventual Sentinel. Make that eighteen inches or not at all. <laughs> I I have to agree uh, with him. Uh, an eighteen inch Galactus, that's a no brainer. Like, come on. An eight an eighteen inch with a normal sized Silver Surfer. Yes, I mean it's gonna be like one hundred and twenty bucks, but easily. <laughs> but worth it? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> worth it? Oh man. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine if they did Godzilla and uh, King Kong that big in 18 inches? In 18 inches? Dude, that would be dope. That would be so sick. That would be an excellent marketing ploy for Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Come on, Falco. if they even went like, check bigger than that? Yeah, right? Go 20 inches. <laughs> if they're just like, no, we're, do- we're going 25 inches. It's like, why stop there? We're going three feet. <laughs> Just make them as big as the stands and the, uh, like you know how like big the figures are. In at Funko, Funko HQ, yeah. <laughs> just make them that big. Why not? 
Dude, that'd be awesome. You have to actually drive somewhere to pick it up, but we all know you guys would do it. Tight to the roof of your car. <clears throat> Dude, that would... If I were in charge of Funko HQ, I would find a way to just make a humongous Galactus. Do it for like, real, though. Because you'd be just I wouldn't do it for real. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for real. Because I think printing something that big or getting something that big made would be a little bit of a challenge. But I think you could do some like smoke and, smoke and mirror trick to make it seem like the Galactus is just like ungodly big. I think that'd be super cool. Oh, that'd be dope. If they were to pull that off at Funko HQ. That would be so dope. Yeah. Anyway, that's my Funko focus for this week. Um, moving on to 4K Spotlight, we have Freaky coming out this week. Yeah, the movie starring Vince Vaughn and, uh, what is her name? Uh, the girl that, uh, so she's the replacement of the girl that played older Cassie in Avengers Endgame. The replacement? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she is getting replaced. Uh, that sucks. Catherine Newton. So that's kind of dumb. I want to know why they switched her. Yeah, because I thought she did a fine job. I mean, she only said one word, but I thought she did a good. Yeah, like what? What? What the hell? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I yeah yeah I don't know. Freaking bullshit. Um, but this is definitely. Oh, sorry, go. No, I was just gonna say I think. The other chick that matched uh, young Cassie's look a lot better than Catherine Newton. I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, so. Um, um, we haven't seen Freaky yet, but no. I think we're both really wanting to. Yes, I'm just, I'm not going to pay twenty two ninety nine for it. Yeah, so that might be a future breakdown somewhere down the line when we can find it at a decent, or when Rose can find it at a decent price. <laughs> I love that. When we can, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I take all Rose's digital codes. So when Rose can yeah, find I'll, out a good deal. Yeah, I almost forgot how cheap I am for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, turns out actually Greenland is also coming out too uh, this Tuesday, starring Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe made a lot I... of movies in 2020. What up yeah, with that? what the shit, man? Man, I ain't complaining. I like the guy. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's not bad. Um, but yeah, so that's all we got with 4K Spotlight. Uh, moving on to Through the Wall. Uh, Rose, I'll let you take this one. Okay, so this Wednesday, I think, uh, the nominees for the 2021 Golden Globes were dropped. Um, and, um, once again, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey will be, uh, oh my gosh, (laughs) hosting, um, the program. I don't know how I forgot that word. Um, but I think this is their third or fourth year doing it, which is awesome. Um, but anyway, uh, there are a couple, uh, categories that me and Caleb want to talk about. Um, we mostly just want to talk about ones to where, it's uh, movies that we've actually seen or movies that we've like really heard of that we can give somewhat of our insight on. 
Um, so you you said you want to talk about like like five, Caleb? Yeah, let's okay. do like I'll let you pick which ones you think okay will work. So I'm just gonna go down the list and uh, just choose ones that I think are good to talk about. Um, so first up might be the most controversial controversial one, and uh, it is best actor in a motion picture musical or comedy because these are the nominees. Sasha Baron, Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat subsequent movie film. James Corden, The Prom. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Hamilton. Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield. And Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Now, a lot of people are PO'd that James Corden was nominated for Best Actor for playing a gay man when he's a straight man. Me and Caleb kind of sh- shared our thoughts about this. Um, we, uh, I mean, I I loved James Gordon in the prom. Uh, Caleb hasn't seen it yet. He's gonna see it see it very soon, considering uh, our breakdown is going to be the next episode. Um, but the way that I look at it is the director of the prom, who I forget is, because my memory sucks. <laughs> who directed you uh ryan murphy so ryan murphy who is op- who is an openly gay man um i feel uh you know he wanted to cast james corden he pulled the trigger to cast him he told him to act these certain ways so i feel if anything if people are getting mad at this shouldn't they be getting mad at Ryan Murphy and not James Corden because he was just doing what he was directed to do? Yeah. I think we got into that enough. Yeah. With that, like, whole deal came out, but yeah. People need to learn who to throw fits at. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, I'm actually happy that he's nominated. I would love to see him win. I don't know if he will. Um... One that I want to point out, Lin-Manuel Miranda being nominated for Hamilton. How do you feel about this? Because, you know, Hamilton dropped on Disney+, Plus, but it's literally just them filming the stage adaption. Do you think that this should be considered? Considering that it's technically not... I, I It is a movie. It's filmed for a movie, but it's technically not a movie. I think it's cheating a little bit, but technically, it's a movie. Okay. So, it's hard to say, it's hard for me to say that it's, like, full-on cheating, because it is for a movie. Okay. And this was shot as a movie. Yes, it is the, the, uh, the stage adaptation just filmed, but... Couldn't you just say that about anything? It's just a stage. Any movie is a stage adaptation. That's true. That is very true. Um, okay, so there's those two. Um, I have not seen the first Borat. Um, and so, of course, I haven't seen the second one. I need to. I don't even know if the first Borat's on any streaming. I know the second Borat is an Amazon exclusive. I think the first one's on Amazon. Oh, it might know what I'm doing this weekend, having a Borat marathon. Or can you really call it a marathon with just two movies? 
I don't know. I think you can. Ooh, I should watch like his like movie Bruno or like some other Sasha Baron Cohen. I've never seen a Sasha Baron Cohen movie. I don't think I have. Because I never even saw the Brothers Grimsby. I think that's what it's called. I think there I've seen a couple movies of his, but not like a ton. What are your thoughts on him? On him as an actor? Yeah. I think he's he's really good. His character work is really is really really good. Um not necessarily I'm not necessarily the biggest fan though. Okay. Um I kind of put him in the same area of my mind as I do uh Mike Myers. Uh okay. As for I I feel sometimes Mike Myers is a lot to handle, especially in Cat in the Hat. Yeah, and I think Sasha Baron Cohen is also is a little bit much to handle, but <laughs> he does do some good character work. Okay, like I, I appreciate his craft. It's just not nece- It doesn't necessarily do it for me. Fair enough. Um, I will watch a couple of his movies this weekend, and I will report back to you if I hate him or I love him. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to let me know because I'm not going to watch those <laughs> um, <laughs> and l- without a recommendation. <laughs> uh, uh, then we got Dave Patel for the personal history of Dave or Co- David Copperfield. I actually don't even know who Dave... I The name sounds familiar. Do you know who Dave Patel is? Dave Patel? No. I want to see what... I thought you were going to say ask about oh, David Dev, Copperfield. Sorry, Dev Patel. Dev Patel. No, I do not know who that is. Oh, his biggest movie is Slumdog Millionaire. He was the main guy in that. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> so he's nominated. Um, And then Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. I love that movie. <laughs> Real? I have never seen it. Is it worth a watch? It's on Hulu. It is very much worth a watch. If you like... If you like Andy Samberg's comedy, yeah, I think this is a movie that you would enjoy. Okay. Um, it also has J.K. Simmons in it. Really? Yeah, in a really interesting role. All right. So yeah, I I recommend. I highly recommend. It's uh, it's a Groundhog's Day type movie. I oh, I love those movies. So yeah. kind of so like so, kind of happy death day. Not quite ha- well yes, okay. but not quite happy death day. Okay. All right. I look forward to checking that out then. Uh next up, let's talk about best original score. Um so the nominees are The Midnight Sky uh from Netflix, Tenet from Warner Brothers, News of the World from Universal Pictures. Mink from Netflix and Soul from Pixar. And I feel a lot of people are rooting for Soul to win this one, and I think it absolutely deserves it. I haven't heard the other ones. I am rooting for Soul, but that's because the only other one that I'm familiar with is from Tenet, and I wasn't a big fan. Have you watched Tenet yet? I have not watched it yet. Okay. Have you? No, huh? I need to. I want to watch Inception first before I watch Tenet for some reason. 
that's not an awful idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably do that. Uh, I just want to talk about one snub really quickly. Meryl Streep was not nominated for her performance as Dee Dee Allen in The Prom for Best Actress in a Leading Role in a Musical or Comedy. But James Corden was. Not, I'm, like, I'm happy that he's nominated, but come on. Meryl Streep was, in ju- was just as incredible. Um, all right, uh, best motion picture, musical or comedy, we have. This is literally uh, the same as uh, the uh, nominees for best actor. It's Borat's subsequent movie film, Hamilton, Palm Springs, Music, and The Prom. Jeez. Yeah. Can we all guess what yeah. Rose is voting for? <laughs> Personally rooting for Palm Springs, but it's just because I'm biased towards that movie. You bitch. Well, I'm, I'm biased towards the prom, so. Uh, dude, Amanda Seyfried's up for one. For Best Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. She's up for it in Mink. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? A lot, unfortunately, a lot of these movies we have not seen. So, honestly, I feel the last one that we can really talk about, Caleb, is Best Motion Picture Animated. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So, the nominees are The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. That's awesome that both Pixar films are nominated. Now I have not seen. List, list those off again. List those off again. So the Crudes. Because I. Okay, I've not seen yet. I have not either, but I've heard it's a good sequel. And Cloris Leachman, rest in peace. Who who plays Granny? Or or is it Gran? I forget. But may she rest in peace. Amazing actress. Uh, the Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul. And Wolfwalkers. Uh, I'm between Onward and Soul. Yeah, I am too. And this is, I'm like literally torn as much as I was when I was putting these in my top five movies of 2020. It's a freaking coin flip for me. Yeah, (laughs) both are great in their own ways. Oh, that's tough. I you, I could honestly be either way um, on any given day. Yeah, so if either one, I'd be happy. I wouldn't care. I mean, either way, Pixar wins. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but that's awesome that The Croods 2 is nominated. I heard it was a decent Yeah, I, I'm excited to see that one. Because I forget how enjoyable The Croods was. So, I'm excited to see what they did with this sequel. You know, DreamWorks movie I watched a couple uh, weeks ago that I thought was as enjoyable as it was? Chicken Run. And I know you hate that kind of animation, but I just forgot how much I loved that movie. And I had a freaking blast with it. So, just wanted to point that out. Fair enough. Like I said, I have weird issues. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, so I can't anyway. back you up with the whole. 
stop motion animation. I get it, but just know I'm still okay. But listen, I've said I've said this multiple times to you. We, I'm very um, envious of the craft. I appreciate the craft. I like just everything that they are able to do and pull off is incredible to me. I just don't like watching it. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Just know I'll still give you crap for it. Fair. That, that, but as long sorry, as you understand my stance. Oh, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> I completely understand it 110%. Doesn't mean I won't yeah. give you shit and for it. And this isn't anything against stop motion in general. I, I love stop motion. I think w- w- talking about this in like a, like a therapy session like that we had a little while ago. Um, it's more of the character models. I don't like over-exaggerated characters. Like, okay, here's one, for example. I actually really like um, Nightmare Before Christmas when it's just Jack and Sally. Sally oh, okay. Because I don't, feel like they're, I don't feel like they're too over-exaggerated. But then when it comes um, to, like, the mayor, you're like, oh, goodness. <laughs> The mayor kind of throws me um, oogie boogie. I, I I really like just because his design's very basic. It's just I am I not know. a it's fan. It's just like little things. Like I I don't know what it is. I'm not a fan of how Santa Claus looks in that movie. Yeah, I, I don't either. I, although I love Sh- it's, uh, was it Shock Lock and Barrel. Love those three kids. Yeah, but like, uh I try to think of other things, like I'm trying to think of a stop motion thing I like, but it's like really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Chicken Run, I don't really like because I feel I think they look a little too much like Play Doh, mm-hmm. and like the characters are very. The, I, I, it's just the character design. It's just the the characters that's look. That's kind of how Ardman's odd. been though. Like ever since they started, so it kind of, kind of. I know. It, I know that they're like consistent and everything. But like, okay, here's one that wasn't stop motion that I didn't like because of the over exaggerated characters. Uh, Adam's family. I mean, I love the movie. I thought it, the movie was really good. I didn't care for the Adam's family. The character designs, even though I know that's like what the comics are yeah, based I was, off. Yeah, of. I was about to say that. That's what I loved about it. They made them look like the original comics. Yeah, so I think that's just what threw it for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about Caleb's hatred towards stop motion animation. Yeah. One second. Sorry, Victor was distracting me. You're good, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I think that covers everything for Through the Wall. Um, so I think we can get right into this week's headliner. Let's do it. For this week's 
headliner, we are, or I'm going to be pitching my idea for an, an Immortal Hulk movie. Um, this is based off of the comic that I believe started in 2017. Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, is that new? It's, it's fairly recent. Wow. Um, it might be 2018. Um, I'm not 100% certain. It's been a while since I read the first issue. That'd be kind of cool if it came out um, the same year as Infinity War. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. But Dope. like I said, don't quote me on that. Oh, um, but before we get into that, we did ask a question of the week, and we got a few responses. Um, so I'm going to start over on Twitter. Um, the question that we asked is, given the power, what comic series or story would you adapt into live action? And starting off on Twitter, like I said, uh, we got a response response from the homie Kaz or Kazolina. Casalina, Casalina, whichever you want to say, at Casual520. Uh, he said Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Sounds like the male version of Josie and the Pussycats. A little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a show because he um, he put a gif of Heathcliff. Oh goodness! And yeah, uh, so I'm assuming it was a show, but I think this—if I'm remembering this right—I do remember this being a comic, and I remember it being f- like really f- good, hmm. like kind of up there with Garfield. Ooh, damn! That's a high mark. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember more about it, but. Yeah, it's it's escaping me. I do remember enjoying it though. So nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on over to Instagram. If my phone wants to hurry up. Do do do. Okay, we got a response from Hell underscore Night underscore Drawings. Uh, he. I'm assuming it's, or they said, I'm just going to say they, uh, they said (laughs) one punch man. I'm assuming they meant manga. Um, but yeah, I, I actually have watched one punch man. (laughs) I watched it because I was bored (laughs) and I think it could make for a really cool live-action movie. It is so odd. It is seriously this dude that one punch destroys everything. Interesting. And it, it like that's his deal. If he punches someone, they like they explode. The shit. Yeah, and it, it's it's insane. It's because he does. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups. I forget how how far he runs, but it, it's he has this workout routine that he does every single day, and that's given him the ability to destroy anyone with one punch. <laughs> All right. It is so much freaking fun. 
if you can get over the cheesiness of it. Yeah. And I think I might have watched it wrong because I watched the um the English dub. So like with with anime or like Japanese shows like that there's either the sub or the dub. And the sub means that it's just subtitles. Yeah. And the dub means that they try and like go over it with like English. And everyone says that sub is far superior to dub, but I also don't have time to sit there and read. Same. So I I prefer to watch the dub. Honestly, I feel <laughs> subs go so damn fast that you you're. I feel having to rewind it so many damn times throughout the movie. At least I have to. That's how I was with Parasite. True. I'm just a slow reader, guys. That, that's all it is. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the One Punch Man would be a ton of fun. <laughs> um. Next up, we got a response from our good friend Shy over at Friday Night Movies. Oops, Rose can't hear me. Better? Oh. Good? Cool. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, our good friend Shy over at Pancake for Table responded, and he said, I would do a proper Valiant universe through the first Unity series based on the original 90s comics. Har- Harbinger? Harbinger? Eternal Warrior? Shadow Man? XO Manowar as the core titles slash characters. I feel bad. I know nothing about that. Yeah, I think the Valiant, um, the Valiant series is, I think the first one they tried doing that or starting that from, uh, with that Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot. Ah. I think he's a, a character from the Valiant universe, and I don't think that movie was particularly received well. <laughs> I feel I'll check it out when it's like eight bucks, but until then, I think I'm yeah. Good. We rented it on Amazon, and it was not worth the money. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, okay, maybe five bucks then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that, like, I haven't done a whole lot of research into the Valiant comics or the Valiant universe, but it does seem really interesting, because I listen to Shy show, like, freaking weekly, so, and he's talked about that series a, a few times, and it's really intriguing, so I, I I need to check it out more. I need to do like a deeper dive into the comics. Um, our next response comes to us from Crash and Taz's movie seller at Crash and Taz movie seller with underscore underneath all the words. Uh, he gave us a couple responses because he thought that I was specifically talking about Hulk. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I know that Planet 
Hulk was already adapted with Thor Ragnarok, and I'm going to stop you there. It was technically adapted. It wasn't adapted correctly. <laughs> Damn, Caleb throwing shade so, at Taika Waititi. Yeah, so if you want to... No, it wasn't. It was absolutely was not. <laughs> so if you guys want to redo... Like, gosh, I'm going to... That's another future uh, Dreamcast. I'm going to re recreate Planet Hulk. <laughs> Um, anyway, he says, but I would love to see that done, but with more emphasis on World War Hulk. Uh, it would be interesting to see him going toe-to-toe with some big-name heroes. I know that casts him as a villain, basically, but if Wanda can do it, then why not Hulk? And you are absolutely correct. Yeah, true dad, man. True dad. Yeah, the World War Hulk storyline would be the shit it would be the absolute shit to watch (laughs) um his other response said uh so now that i know uh you mean any comic series and we're not specific to the hulk i want to add another one i would adapt the spider-man deadpool comic into a movie i absolutely love that comic run and think that an actor like tom holland and ryan reynolds would have the same chemistry on camera as the characters do in the comic. I would even include some other heroes like Thor. Jane Foster's Thor is or Jane Foster Thor is on Deadpool's Hall Pass list, so it would be funny if it was Chris Hemsworth Spider-Man slash Deadpool number four. That would be pretty freaking fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that would be legit. I think everyone's wanting uh, a Spidey Deadpool oh, yeah. <laughs> movie or sh- series or something. Yeah, no no <laughs> doubt about that. I think a series would work out really well. Um, but anyway, thank you everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate hearing from you guys. Yes, thank you. Okay, besides, pl- besides Immortal Hulk, Caleb, do you have any others? <sighs> that is a tough one. Because World War Hulk would be really, really good. Um, I think the Incredible Hulk's story arc would be really good. Um, so that one's basically all of the different Hulks, like Scar, um, Red She-Hulk, She-Hulk, A-Bomb, like all of them are kind of trying to figure out the world and it's cool because Hulk and Red She-Hulk have a weird chemistry. And there's like one scene in particular that I'm thinking of where Hulk is down in this underworld or on a different planet. And he calls to all the monsters, um, basically becoming their god. <laughs> and says that the entire, like, that their only purpose in life is to fight. And he's just like, we are going to fight, and then we are going to fight some more, and then we are going to die, and then we are going to continue fighting. <laughs> and I'm like, that is what the hell? Oh. I love it. <laughs> I forget like the exact line, but oh my gosh, it 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 gave me chills reading it. <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> that that is freaking fantastic. Yeah, so that's probably the one that I would. Uh, interpret very very nice 
But yeah, like I said, future Dreamcasts, I'm going to be fixing Planet Hulk. Oh, how he says that. And fixing. now I'm also going to do uh, World War Hulk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so did you have a comic series in line? I, I can't line? really say mine because it's already being adapted. Matt, Fra- Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. And that's what they're basing the series off of. So, yeah, that's a good one, and that's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. Alrighty, so getting into my dream cast for the Immortal Hulk, I am taking a funky direction with this. I am not setting this in the MCU as it is right now. This can be in like the multiverse, like part of the multiverse, whatever. It is not in the current MCU timeline. So I have recast everyone. Blasphemy. Dude, I don't even care. You can't do the whole without Mark Ruffalo. No, they broke. No, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo and the Russo brothers, they broke Hulk. They broke Bruce Banner and I am here to fix it. <laughs> oh man. You hear that Russo's? Look at all the shade he's yeah, throwing I, you guys. Listen, I loved your movie. I abs- if the Russo brothers are listening, I I loved your movie. I loved Infinity War, I loved Endgame, but you broke the Hulk. Don't even try to pretend that you didn't. And I understand. <laughs> the Hulk is a, the Hulk's a wild card. The Hulk is a wild card, and he is hard to throw into a movie that needs structure. Because he just throws a wrench into the story, so I understand that you had to get rid of him, but you broke him. <laughs> so... Sorry, you broke the Hulk, and now I'm I'm here to fix him. <laughs> Introducing Fix-It Caleb Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so getting into my cast. Um, the first one that I'm going to recast is General Ross. Um, and I'm going to cast Clancy Brown. I can't argue with that. Yeah, you're damn right you can't argue with that (laughs) (laughs) um i think he it was between him honestly i actually really liked the guy that plays him now i forget what his name is i forget too um i really like him too but like i said this is not mcu so i could i couldn't in good conscience put him in and the only other person that I was going to put in was uh, Sam Elliott. But I think that that would just reawaken the 2003 Ang Lee movie because he played General Ross in that movie. Yeah. And I don't want that either. Fair So enough. I think Clancy Brown is like my other like commanding general person because he just has like that stature the voice it just he has everything that i'm looking for all right 
Um, all right, next up, I'm going to be for my kind of villain. It, it, he is a villain. He is definitely a villain. But in this movie, he's not the sole focus, so it's not like he's the main. He's not the main antagonist. He's just someone that provokes the antagonist, more or less. Um, and that is Samuel Stearns, aka the leader. And I cast Michael C. Hall. What's he been in? Sounds so familiar. Dexter. Like Dexter himself? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Alright, I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, but he he plays... You'll see. You'll see when, when I get into it. Alright. Um, Alright, next up, we got Bruce Banner. Oh, and I had a really I'm tough scared. time casting this until there was an actor that I really like, and you kind of have to uglify him a little bit. <laughs> I love that. Because he is a very good looking actor. But there were a couple roles that I, or a couple pictures of him when I was Googling people that I saw of him where I almost didn't recognize him, but he was wearing the big round glasses and his hair, it looked like he was like balding. And he looked like, he he looked very different from how he normally looks. So that's kind of the look that I was wanting to go f- with for my Bruce Banner. And that is Sam Claflin. Okay. Okay, so we're definitely going for a younger Bruce Banner with this. Definitely. Okay. He, like, okay, so I'll have to show you the picture that I found. But if you look up just Sam Claflin in glasses, he has like the rounded, like the round glasses, but he looks older. It ages him a little bit. Not a whole lot, just enough that that he kind of fits into that area that I'm wanting him to be in. And then finally, the Hulk. And the whole, so I'm casting this one different. He, Sam Claflin will not be voicing the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't really work. He, yeah, so this is a voice role. And I actually have two different actors voicing the Hulk. Okay. And if you have ever listened to me bitch and complain about the Hulk... The ro- so this is the roars and the other like grunting noises that any noise that isn't speaking. If you can't guess who it is, you're stupid. Um, it is I'm casting Lou Ferrigno. There is no other option for me. <laughs> I don't know. I would have gone with something better. I'm kidding, dude. I will kill you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So Lou Ferrigno is going to be doing the roars. He's going to be doing the grunts. Anything, any noise that Hulk makes that isn't speaking, Lou Ferrigno will be doing. I just thought of a perfect one. Michael Chiklis. There you go. You're welcome. No. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 
Now, for the speaking parts, because in Immortal Hulk, Hulk is very articulate in the way that he speaks. Um, he's not quite as well-versed as Bruce Banner, but he is... I am going to be able to make him communicate uh, fairly well. And the person that I'm going to cast is Rick D. Wasserman, who voiced the Hulk in the animated Planet Hulk movie. I never saw Planet Hulk, so I'll just take your word for it. I'll send you you a clip after we're done of his voice work because it's it's incredible just look up uh rick d wasserman planet hulk voice on youtube uh this is for the listeners um yeah rick d wasserman hulk voice and that's the the tone the voice that i'm going for um it is very deep very gravelly but it's not so gravelly or deep that it's hard to understand. It's a really well done voice. I went through all the the characters that did a voice for the Hulk. He was by far my favorite, at least the, of the Hulks that speak. Okay. Um, the other one that I was leaning towards, I forget his name. I I always forget, but he did the voice for the Hulk. In the uh, Avengers Assemble animated show. I was actually going to ask if it was the same guy. Not the same guy. Um, I considered using him, but I think his voice was just a little too not serious for me. That That's fair. I can understand that. So I wanted someone that like could portray confidence and just like intimidation through his voice. And Wasserman knocked it out of the park so and i love the the planet hulk movie that animated one so yeah i had to go with him um so this movie is going to be a horror slash psychological thriller so it's not going to be super action-packed in the gen like in the typical sense it's it's not going to be Hulk just bushwhacking another giant beast. This is going to be mainly focused on the battle between Bruce Banner and the Hulk. And kind of get into what they were talking about in the... Kind of the, the theme or the message that they were trying to get to... Or with the Hulk. The daytime is for the is for Banner. The nighttime is for the Hulk. And so, the way that I'm going to start this off because it, the comic in, incorporates that, or revealed more or less that the Hulk, wasn't born from the gamma explosion, that was just the the catalyst that gave Hulk his own form. Hulk was always a part of Bruce Banner, even before the incident. And I want to incorporate that. So the way that I'm opening up this movie is it's going to be focusing on Bruce Banner's home life um, as, a, as a young child. It's, so his, um, 
his father was a scientist that would do experiments with gamma radiation. He would experiment on himself, and so when his wife got pregnant, he was concerned that the experiments that he performed on himself would turn his child or his offspring into a monster. So when Bruce was born, his dad never really liked him, always trying to find a way to separate uh, Bruce from his mother. And so it kind Bruce sort of became disengaged with with his parents. Um, but he, his intellect was just like off the charts. He was putting things together like I think he was putting together in the the comic that I was reading like a steam engine. He put that together when he was four, and his father got upset with him because no four year old should know how to do that. And he basically pointing out like you, he's a monster, like. Something is wrong with him, and he is a monster. And the way that they drew it was really cool. It's like, just imagine like a child, but like a typical comic book child, but they drew him with um, like a green outline that had like the Hulk. Oh, that's cool. Or that looked like the Hulk. So it wasn't like direct. It was just like, just general outline. Yeah. So you could see like the shape of Hulk. Super cool. That is awesome. I don't know... How I want to incorporate that, but I think something I want to do is whenever young Bruce is freaking out or just becoming angry, maybe you see little hints of green. Maybe he likes instead of like, I know when children scream, they turn red. So maybe instead of like, maybe make him more of a greenish hue. So not Not like not over the top. I don't want him to be like Baby Hulk. Y- yeah. But then I want to jump to um, like I w- I want th- there to be a situation where he, where Bruce's father kills his mother, and he's there Damn. to like to witness it. And so his dad gets arrested. He is raised in the foster system with people that do not care about him. And then it cuts to him in college. And he's doing, he chooses to study. He, he like drowns himself in his studies, never takes time to associate with anyone. Um, I think, I think there should be a Betty. But I don't want her to be a big part, so I just kind of want want it to be like you don't you never see her face situation. So it doesn't really matter who plays her. Okay. But I do want them to like have a relationship that's just kind of like you see it happening kind of off in the distance, and then the gamma explosion happens and. This is like another issue I was having. I kind of want Rick Jones to be in this. Kind of. <laughs> Just having a hard time where where you want to insert him into and make it work with the story. 
Yeah, so it's it's kind of going to be another one of those situations. Doesn't really matter who plays him; it's just going to be off the in the distance. But Banner's going to focus on protecting Rick Jones before the gamma bomb goes off, All right. and then transformation into the Hulk. And then I kind of want to. Then it's like the credits, the Immortal Hulk, and then I kind of want to do a montage of his life joining the avengers protecting the the world protecting people and and kind of going like along that route but also show like what's kind of happening behind the scenes where he's struggling with the the like the just the difficulty of being two people like having to more or less share his body and I want him to try and do an, a gamma, exp- another gamma experiment on himself where he tries to merge, like basically do what Endgame Hulk did and merge the two. Okay. But I don't want this one to work. <laughs> you don't want smart Hulk, smart Hulk 2.0. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, He's going to try and do this experiment, but, and this is, like, where I want the movie to, like, to kick off. And it's, I want him to, like, try this experiment and him thinking that it worked. Where he's not, where he's not Banner, or where he is Banner. And I want him to like kind of think that everything worked and be walking around in the daytime. And then he's like, I want him to be travel, like traveling or maybe actually, no, I want him to be in like a city and he's going out to go pick up lunch or pick up food or whatever. Like he's maybe heading back to his apartment. And he stops at a, a convenience store, goes inside, and someone comes in to rob the place. And he doesn't like quite realize what's happening. Maybe he's just not paying attention. But he comes from around the corner, startles the the man that's robbing the place, and sh- gets shot in the head. So Banner gets shot, like, in the face. (laughs) And he is dead. Shit, man. Yeah. So, from there, it's the coroners are going to come, pick him up, and take him to the the morgue. And they're going to lay him out on the table. Or they're gonna yeah, they're gonna lay him down on the table all covered up. And then it's the sun is gonna set. Like you're gonna see the sun like go down over the horizon. And then it's just gonna like focus in on his hand, because this is a shot in the comic that I loved. And I'm like, yeah, I have to incorporate that. So you see his hand sticking out from underneath the cloth. And I want 
the you it to focus on the hand and then you see it like twitch and then like start like start to grow and turn green okay and then he then you just hear like a crash you don't see the hulk yet but you just hear like a freaking crash through the the morgue then it starts following the man that robbed the convenience store and kind of panicking because he killed a man and he's on the run now and and everything and he goes back to this facility to try and pay off uh like a mob boss be like repaying his debts mm-hmm. or whatever into like this this very rural rural <laughs> that's such a hard word for me to say rural rural it's hard for me too man don't don't beat yourself <laughs> up but basically this this cabin in the middle of nowhere he's going to this place to pay off his debts and he goes and takes the money and the mob boss starts getting upset with him because he killed someone and he's just like it was just some nobody i don't even know who it was and blah 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 and then you just like freaking earthquake or earthquake situation and you just hear like rattling throughout this this area and i wanted to just kind of stay in the the office of this mob boss okay one being like what the hell's going on blah 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 and just just pounding and like smack like you just hear these insane sounds and then you then you see uh some of the henchmen outside flying through the office hitting like going out of the wall like flying through the door and going out the other wall just like people are getting wrecked <laughs> <laughs> and so so the the guy like panics and goes and hides in like the corner of the office and then Hulk com- you don't see him but you just see obviously you know it's Hulk but you see him just come and charge through the office taking out the mob boss and everyone else this dude like panics and you see him like you see Hulk's like figure off in like the distance kind of behind this building where he just smashed through and you see the dude in the corner and it follows the dude like from the front running out of this building and you just see Hulk's like towering figure and then he jumps out of the the shot and this dude's continuing to continuing to run and then just like boom right in front of him and then it like pans around the dude like goes to the back and then you see Hulk like stand up yeah this is like freaking nuts <laughs> <laughs> like the whole movie revolves around this shot <laughs> I love it and so you see Hulk just towering you can't see him because the moon is like basically casting the shadow 
so you can't see his face. Like you can't like to this point you we have not seen what Hulk looks like. Okay. Alright. So I'm actually on board with that. Yeah, so it's up till this point. And so he's standing there towering over this dude. And the dude's like freaking out and trying to more or less explain himself. Like why he did what he did. And he's just like, I was just trying to pay pay him off. I didn't realize that that this guy would get hurt. And I'm not a bad guy. I have, like, a family. Like, just giving all of this justification for the wrong thing that he did. And then almost coming to the realization that he is a bad guy. And kind of, like, trying to, like, trying to justify it. And then it getting to the point of him being, like, just the guilt kind of overtakes him and kind of giving up, like kind of falling to his knees and being like, Oh shit. Like I am an awful guy. And like, but trying to ask the Hulk because he know, like everyone knows the Hulk Hulk's the Avenger, whatever. And he kind of sits there and he asks, he's just like, I'm not a bad guy. And it looks up at him and he's just like, am I? And then you see Hulk's face kind of come down and then it kind of gets illuminated. And it's like, um, I don't want it to be like freaking pretty Hulk. <laughs> like, I'm going back to like the monstrous Hulk. Like, okay. just the crazy eyebrows. Like, the kind of overhanging caveman-like eyebrows. And a big forehead with just like, the hair just kind of ratty, whatever you want with uh, whatever you want to do with with his hair. It doesn't really matter. But just like, I want him to be, go back to a monster. And there's going to be two different models. There's going to be the model that we saw kind of um, with the Avengers where he's he looks more or less fairly similar to how he looked in the Avengers and Age of Ultron. Okay. So more of that, like that look. And then what he is now is more like that, but just bigger, like bulkier, like more, more muscle just, but the face is also, I want it to be like, I want it to be haunting. I want it. The freaking poster is going to be of like this face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going. It, I need it to like horrify children. This movie is rated R, by the way. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And yeah, like that's that's like how I want to open. Like this is the first half hour maybe <laughs> okay like it gets freaking wild <laughs> but i i i want that i want a freaking like the horror shots to be terrifying i i never i'm not going to do a cheap jump scare in this movie 
you're that going to know that shit's coming. You're going to know shit's going down. Like with the, like it's not going to be silent, and then someone like Hulk comes crashing through the mob boss's office. You're going to hear shit getting destroyed, and then it's like he's like you're going to hear just shit getting ripped apart, and you're going to hear Hulk tearing down the rest of the this cabin until he runs through the office. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, like this is going to scare the ever-living bejesus out of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what makes it more terrifying is that you can you're following this dude like trying to run away from something and cuz you like you see the Hulk's like towering figure and then you he jumps out of frame and then you just boom right in front and just IMAX surround sound just scares the living shit out of you. Rattles your body. (laughs) (laughs) I would have so much fun with this movie. You have no idea. (laughs) But I want it to be focused about around that. So that's like the opening shot. And then so he comes down and he and like Hulk face to face with this guy and he says, What do you think? And then black. Oh. Yeah. Like I said, freaking <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um then the next scene that I want is Banner in the middle of nowhere, kind of maybe just outside of a like of a a desert town. So he wakes up, realizes that he's had a a Hulk moment, something that he hasn't had in a while off without warning. So he goes into into town. Gets himself some clothes, um, and is able to find like find money and whatever, and he goes to pay for a um yeah, he pays for a phone, logs into like basically like hooks it up so he can start using his bank account to pay for shit. Okay. <laughs> and gets himself to a a motel because he needs to shower off this experience. And this is where I, I bring in a little bit of a nod to Ang Lee and what he was doing. So he's in the shower, he gets out of the shower and he's sitting in front of the sink. He looks like he's about to be like sick to his stomach. He's super pale and he goes and or he looks up into the mirror and the it's like the mirror is foggy but he doesn't see like what should be his reflection he sees like darkness in this mirror instead of light and then he like starts wiping off the mirror but while he's wiping it off it's just it's Hulk. Like the more that he wipes off, the more he, it reveals of Hulk's face. 
and he is like pissed (laughs) at him and being like basically calling him out and being like you tried killing me like we had a good thing going and you tried to ruin or you ruined it and he's just like I tried to work, basically saying, like, I tried to work with you. Like, I've done nothing but protect you your entire life. And this is how you try and, you you treat me. And being like, this is how it works now. And tells him, like, you can have the day, but then when it's, when it becomes night, the night is mine. And then it, Oh shit! Yeah, it's this is like That's like awesome. a, an internal argument between like this is just a constant struggle between Banner and Hulk, and I'm just like, whoo! Oh dude, <laughs> this sounds like a great scene. Yeah, so it's going to be him talking to Hulk through the mirror, and okay, so and then when he. He gets himself like kind of composed, kind of asking, "What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean?" And he and Hulk like doesn't answer him, like nothing. And so he kind of gets himself composed, gets dressed and whatever, and goes out into the world. Kind goes and like gets some food or something. But then gets surrounded by the army in whatever diner he's at. Everyone evacuates and he goes out and is just like hands up and goes out and he's trying to like be like, okay, what's the deal? And then General Ross comes out and explains to him like, we thought we weren't going to have any more issues with you after you joined your little boy band and blah, 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 blah. So we're going to, like, we needed to take you. And Banner reluctantly agrees, goes with them. Like, it gets taken, taken however he, he wants or taken however they they want. So he is in this this military transport and the transport gets attacked. And I'm thinking I either want this to be some sort of robot that the leader creates or I want this to be abomination. It's a tough decision. I'm leaning more towards abomination. Oh, I get yeah, I haven't cast. I didn't really cast Abomination because I thought maybe Lou Ferrigno could do the roars and shit with him too. Honestly, could. Yeah, so just some like slight voice altering, and Lou Ferrigno can do the voice for Abomination. Um, but the transport gets attacked, and he. And Banner gets ripped from the government. And he tries to basically more or less reason with the Hulk. Be like, okay, listen, I know we've had our differences, but people are in danger. It's time to go. And he tries to Hulk out, but he can't. 
and then Abomination freaking like bushwhacks him. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, like you remember what happened to uh, Abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie, where he freaking gets like slammed against the tree. Yep. More or less, that's what's going to happen to to Banner. <laughs> I love it. I mean, ouch! But I love it. Yeah. So then he he wakes up and he's face to face with he's in like a like a one of those liquid tube things. Okay. And he's face to face with the leader. Like I said, played by Michael C. Hall. Mm-hmm. And he starts to exp- kind of more or less it's this is like the part of the movie where it's kind of just like a typical shitty superhero where it's like oh revealing your plan and everything kind of pulling like playing that trope a little bit but the the kicker with this is like he starts to explain his evil plan or or whatever or not really evil plan and in this the 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 leader's already kind of established Okay. So it's not. I think this c- could be an introduction to the leader, but it's it seems like the leader's been around for a while. The way that it's kind of getting introduced. Yeah. Um. So maybe Banner like wakes up, has this realization, kind of. He starts to kind of get into like a monologue, a, like a kind of an exposition dump. Of what happened to him. Like you and your Avengers defeated me time and time again. I finally have you to myself. And like. And I have outwitted you. And whatever. Kind of pulling that off. And. Then. Jeez. How do I want to pull this off? Yeah, I only wrote down to like the face reveal. <laughs> so now I'm just kind of like going off. Um Hey, I so I mean, you're doing a great job so far, man. Yeah, there's something in the comics that happened that I want that I want to happen. <laughs> okay. And it it's it's going to be insane. But I think I okay, I think I figured it out. Um, so the leader kind of has this, this plan going on and saying like, I'm finally going to, I will discover the source of your abilities. Like this, like I will figure this out. I will figure out why I'll basically find a way to steal your power and, then these experiments are being done on on Banner. He's being almost tortured to death after being slammed up against a building. <laughs> so he's he's not in good shape. And then nighttime comes and the Hulk reveals himself and the I want the leader to kind of be almost pissed off <laughs> that the Hulk hasn't re- come out yet. Okay. Because it used to be that Banner would just get mad and then the Hulk would come out. 
And so he's like torturing Banner and nothing. And so nighttime comes. I like same shot, like sun setting finally sets and the Hulk comes out and just lays waste to everything. And not even like in a difficult way. Like it's not something I don't want it to be like he comes out and like yeah, he just he just pops out and is just wrecking everything. And then him and Abomination are just going at it for a a good little while. Like I want the, it this to be a pretty decent action scene. Um but then I want one of the leader's other experiments to, or not experiments, uh, one of his henchmen to kind of get released through the struggle of the fight. And I want leader to quickly make a deal with him and be like, I need you to kill the Hulk. And this is abomination is going to kick the bucket in this too. So abomination, like freaking slams Hulk down to the ground and is like holding him in like a full like just a freaking headlock from hell and this other henchman is like almost like the radioactive man okay um I, I I'm not gonna make him the the radioactive man but he just has a, a power to blast through basically blast gamma energy he does that and you see the beam hit the Hulk, and it's like, you can tell that it's like starting to di- basically disintegrate the Hulk. Not like his full body, just like the wherever the beam's hitting. Mm-hmm. So you see it hit, it's just more or less like deflecting. But then it's like the deflection's getting smaller and smaller, and then starts like burning a hole through the Hulk. And so he's like losing his mind. Shit. And it burns through the Hulk, like finally blasts through the Hulk, and it blasts through Abomination. Abomination's down, like he's out, like out of the game. And Hulk's laying there with a hole in his chest. And then the radioactive dude is standing there and then gets freaking zapped by the leader. Because the leader's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. And. Yeah, so he gets zapped, restrained, put in the cell, and he's just. The leader's kind of aggravated. He's just like, well, shit. (laughs) Can't really do anything with that. And so he starts to walk away. But then you hear noises in the back where Hulk and Abomination are. And then, you, like, you you see one of the figures, not quite sure who, because they're shaped the same. <laughs> you see one of the figures stand up, and a, the leader kind of, like, kind of really cocky. It's just like, oh, hey, glad you're not dead. <laughs> Talking to, like... Thinking he's talking to Abomination. And then he turns around to look. And then his eyes get like really wide. And then it cuts to a shot of Hulk from the back. But you can see through his... 
through the oh, hole in his chest. Okay. And then you see the leader standing there. <laughs> and yeah, like, woo. So yeah, other bad shit happens. Like you just hear just just terrifying scenes of Hulk ripping shit to shreds and like you can kind of start to see the wound inside him start to heal mm-hmm. but it's not fully healed when he starts like going crazy and then it's another like cuts to the next morning and he it's banner he's fine and he just kind of like wakes up in a like a populated area okay and same thing happens. He's like trying to reconcile with with Hulk and be like, "What the sh- what the hell is this?" Um, I want him to kind of meditate and kind of go into like you've seen Stranger Things, right? Yes. So kind of go into that kind of world where it's like a like a dark room. Oh, okay. And he's like, and he's sitting there, and then it's, I want there to be a lot of conversation between Hulk and Banner, and they're sitting in, like, the dark room together. Okay. And then, yeah, I want Hulk to be able to, like, throw Banner against something. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, something where it's, like, they're stuck in a room together, and they're trying to, like, sort out their differences. Yeah. Which... Spoiler alert, they're not going to. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. So, I want this to also kind of be, like, the end goal is for Banner to accept that Hulk is a part of him, and that Hulk is, is and has always been his protector. Because in this, it's revealed that, like, in this comic series, it's revealed that Banner suffers from uh, multiple personality disorder. Oh, really? And his, yeah, and his multiple personality, or his alternate identity, was the Hulk growing up. Okay, makes sense. And the Hulk was the one that harnessed all of his rage and basically kept him as like mild mannered as anyone can be. And that's why whenever he got angry, that's why the Hulk would come out because that's what triggered the Hulk. Ah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. And so that's why like even before the explosion, anytime he would get angry, it's like he would black out. Oh. And I want him to kind of like near the beginning, I kind of want Banner to not really accept that. Be like more or less call Hulk but say basically call Hulk a monster and be like, You were born out of my mistake. And then Hulk's whole purpose is to prove to Banner that he wasn't. That it wasn't the gamma explosion that birthed him. It was the shitty childhood that they had. <laughs> and he's like, we both suffered. And like we both went through this. Like I know you better than 
anyone in this world, like, and just that kind of reconciliation. And Hulk, this is like Hulk getting pissed off that Banner keeps trying to kill him, or get rid of him, or alter him in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, like, this conversation is a lot more of that being like, I've always been around. And then he makes that, have it be like Hulk and, and Banner are watching a memory of theirs. Okay. So, okay. like, having the memory of, like, the young, of young Banner getting verbally, like, just the abuse that went on in this household. Yeah. And having to relive the death of his mother and Hulk walking him through that and being like, you weren't alone in this. Like, we were there together. You just didn't know it. And you need to accept that I'm a part of you and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, just going off of that, like, this is... Like I said, this is a psychological thriller. Like, this is going to freaking... Yeah. So then Banner comes out of this meditative state and is kind of in a state of denial. And while he's in this town, I want the leader to, like, while he's in this city, I want the leader to come at him again. Kind of all just bashed and bruised up. Okay. Like he just like he got the shit kicked out of him, <laughs> and I and him being a Hulk in his own right, I want him to like have recovered from it fairly quickly. But he's still battered, and so he finds Banner in whatever wherever he's at, takes him, and he kind of restrains. Banner, and since Banner's in, still in like the state of denial, the Hulk isn't going to do anything. It's because the daytime is for Banner, the nighttime is for the Hulk. Yeah. And so once again, he's like getting tortured for information, being like, "I can, I like, I need the Hulk. Like, I need like the leaders. Like, I need to re- release the Hulk. Like, the Hulk needs to come out." And Banner's just like, he's not going to. Like, it's not going to happen. Whatever. And he's just like, you're going to... Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, it's not going to happen. And so, the leader, as a preemptive measure, says that he's not going to get caught off guard by the Hulk again. And then you see... Like, so... He takes Banner, lays him down on, like, an operating table. Like, straps him down, obviously. Because, duh. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, I'm not going to get caught off guard again. And then you see him, like, unravel, like, a bunch of medical supplies. And it's just, like, knives and saws and shit. And then you see from, like, a shadow that he starts, like, sawing at Banner. And so, like, you hear Banner, like, losing his mind and what, like, all this other crazy shit. And... Damn, you really are going for an R rating here. 
yeah, this is good. This is gonna get freaking nuts. <laughs> and then it cut. Like I wanted to cut to the leader having like blood kind of all over him, like maybe like an apron or his lab coat or whatever, having this, and then you just hear him closing something, a little like a container. And then you see him set it up on a shelf, but you don't see what's inside the container. And then he goes and sits down, kind of take, like, more like sitting down, taking a break. And so you you hear that sigh of, like, <sighs> like, I just, like, just worked really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so he sits down. And then you hear him say, like, make some remark about like the work that he's done, and then it, the, like, the camera spins around, and you just see the jars filled up with different parts of Banner. Your face is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, so it's like his head is in a jar. His hands are in like separate jars and it's just every body part of his are in different jars. Oh my goodness. And separated in some way. And then nighttime comes. And all of the parts start to expand and grow and then it becomes goes from Banner's head in the jar to Hulk's head in the jar and the jar is huge so it's not like he it it grows and like breaks or anything oh, everything okay. like so it's like more Hulk or Banner's head in like an, a huge jar okay and then when it grows into the Hulk it's like yeah and so him and when that happens, him and uh, him and the leader have like a come like just are just talking, and Hulk's like pissed, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then I want leader to kind of talk about like what his experiments are going to be whatever and so he leaves and then like just it's just basically he gets out of the out of the room um i i know in the comics and for anyone that's listening to this that has read the immortal hulk series i know that this isn't exactly how it goes down <laughs> but i think that this would just make a little bit more sense so I don't have to introduce random ass people. <laughs> um, so I kind of, like I said, I kind of wanted him to be, I wanted the leader to kind of be the antagonist to this. Kind of. He's just the one that pisses, that kind of drives the story a little bit more. Um, But anyway. I want Hulk to kind of go, kind of not know what to do. 
and just like be sitting there in his jar <laughs> and it being him kind of going into this meditative state trying to figure out what to do and then it's like a, another heart to heart with with banner so it's banner's like slowly like I said, slowly coming to the realization that him and Hulk are stuck together, no matter what. But the fact... I don't want this to be like, at the end of the movie, they come together and everything's like good in the world. I want it to be more like, they come to a mutual understanding. And the arrangement that they put in place, where the daytime is for Banner and the night is for the Hulk... I want that to kind of be the the driving force from then on. Okay. Like that's that's like their arrangement. Like Hulk isn't going to be daylighting as the Avengers hero anymore. Like the Hulk does what the Hulk wants. Yeah. And he's not going to be like Banner's puppet anymore. Hulk's mama didn't raise no bitch. Yeah, more or less that. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- but yes, like again, have kind of have Banner kind of struggle with that, and just like again, like more backs. Um, not what was I gonna say? Just a few more flashbacks of things that happened and how Banner helped. Or how Hulk helped Banner um, in childhood and, and whatnot. And then I want the uh, the ending f- to be the uh, the Hulk getting out. Okay. Like using... Kind of using his limbs to break him, himself out. <laughs> It's it's gonna be like the weirdest scene, but have it be like the forearm or like his arm portion bend and like knock itself off the shelf. Okay. And then like all the parts are like slowly like forming together, and it's weird in the comics because they kind of form back together in like a blob. And then it like becomes like Hulk's like disfigured and stuff, but I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> you know, I can understand that. Um, yeah, but at the end, which I think the um, at the end it should just be between Banner and Hulk, um, kind of coming t- to these t- terms. Yeah, just kind of coming to these terms, like being like one doesn't live without the other. Banner's no longer going to try and kill the Hulk. The Hulk is no longer going to try and take over Banner. And this is like their arrangement from from then on. And it's more like they they just become like not super great roommates. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. 
But yeah, I think like the important thing in this is that the 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 main things I want to get through is that Banner can't die unless the Hulk lets him, and. Hulk yeah. is never going to let him because there's been situations like I think it was um there was a comic where H- Hawkeye ended up killing the Hulk with a special arrow that Banner designed. Shit. And that is kind of what set off the the Immortal Hulk story arc, I believe. Um he had this arrow that pierced his skull so Hawkeye had to go into hiding because he was wanted for the murder of Banner damn I gotta read this comic it's freaking wild dude it sounds like it damn yeah and so I think that's just the start of it because they have like a funeral they have a full blown funeral for the Hulk for for Banner, so they bury him, and then he eventually like reawakens and basically like resurrects himself. Damn! And then just gets freaking livid. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm I'm wanting. Um, there's a couple things that I was consider I'm considering still throwing in this pitch. Um, at the beginning where he gets shot in the convenience store, um, there is in the comics there is a child that is in the like a, a like I think she's like a twelve year old girl mm-hmm. that also gets shot. Oh shit. And I think that like, that's where he's about to go Hulk. Like, I think he, the the robber gets startled, shoots the girl. The girl dies. Banner gets ready to go Hulk and then gets shot in the head. Damn. And then it, like, kind of goes from there. So I I might bring that in. <laughs> might not, just because... <laughs> child death (laughs) yeah that might be a tough sell um yeah but i mean that's more or less my immortal hulk dreamcast i love it (laughs) but gosh damn that whole bruce banner hulk in the jars and shit though damn that that threw me through a freaking loop dude (laughs) i did not see that yeah i also almost want to have that at the beginning <laughs> too. That's the opening. Like scene. have it open. Yeah, like have it open with with Banner and his kind of his like you kind of like zoom out where it's like a real like a close up of Banner and it's like pulling out like it's like close up of his nose and it pulls out and you just see more and more of his face. And then you kind of just see the lifelessness in his eyes. And then cut the black. And so it's like, it's Banner's head. Pulls, or pulls out. Then you kind of see his eyes are like, gray and like glazed over. So you can see that there's just, it's lifeless. Mm -hmm. 
and then pull it out more and more and more and more and more until you see all of the body parts in jars. <laughs> and then cut opening sequence, title, and then the rest of the movie until you get to that point. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think that would be like freaking trippy. But like I said, this is going to be a, a hard R. <laughs> oh, man. If you thought Logan was a hard R, I, th- I think Caleb's pushing the boundaries with an R-rated superhero movie. Yeah. Like I said, this is going to be a psychological thriller. I'm not super good at I, at writing, like, dialogue. I'm, I'm like, a big picture person, so we'd have to get someone to write some really good psychological... Um, like I would probably get a therapist involved. Oh yeah, that's a good. And idea. just and try to figure out like what what techniques, what things would someone with multiple personalities, where one of the personalities is protective of the other one, or of the main personality, like what what goes into that? What why is it so? Is it difficult for these people to kind of like become one or whatever? But this movie i want to focus on the mental health issues of bruce banner pre um gamma uh-huh. it, uh, accident i want him i wanted to really show off that that there was a multiple personality disconnect there or the disassoci- disassociative um identity disorder yeah that's it <laughs> just kind of, just kind of show that off a little bit okay and show off the differences between hulk and banner and why they've just constantly been in this fight yeah and then have them come to a mutual agreement where it's like not neither of them are happy about it but <laughs> they're just like they, yeah, we gotta they go with, with it. it yeah yeah. So anyway, that's my Dreamcast. Like I said, I love <laughs> it. I approve it. And it deserves to be made. Yes, it does. Get on it, Kevin Feige. <laughs> Honestly, I think this would make a really good show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it'd be really good. But like I said, I'm biased. I, I wrote it. So, (laughs) anyway, if you like this episode and want to hear more of the stuff that we do, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, damn near anywhere that you can find podcasts. You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um. Be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at the All Bros. Um, you can DM us if you have episode ideas. Want to answer our question of the week? Uh, we post. The, we typically post those on Wednesdays. Um, or if you want to join us for an episode, we would love to have you on. Um, you can also email us if you want to do any of those things. Uh, the Albros channel at gmail.com. Check out our website, tinyurl.com slash the Albros. 
where you can find links to everything that we do, including our merch store, which is on TeePublic, tpublic.com slash user slash the Elbros channel. So go check it out. Get yourself a shirt. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Um, all right. Next week, we will be getting back into breakdowns, and we will be breaking down Netflix's The Prom. Why are you looking at which me? Which Rose has been... Nah, because you've been freaking hounding us to do this movie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, go check that movie out. Um, like I said, we'll be doing that next week. Till then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. <laughs>